G'day guys, welcome to the round eight Talking League Q&A live Facebook chat. I'm your host TK, hope you're all having a great week. Before we kick off with a few questions, just remember to join the game day squad and also the rugby league merch, the competition's out now. So just jump on the Facebook page, I dropped them both at 12pm on Wednesday and Thursday. All you got to do is just pick the fantasy scores between Talakai and also Katoni Stags for tonight. And uh, David Fafita for later on in the week. But guys, getting get your questions in. In terms of trades I'm making this week, I'm going to go Man and Randall to Lolo and Jackson Hastings. So I'm going to back Jackson Hastings to have a pretty good week this week. Hope you're all going to have a smashing week this week. What am I ranked about? 2641. So hopefully we do make a bit of a run this week as well. Guys, Talking League merch, that's out now. So 50% of profits to the Men and League Foundations. So just hit me up if you don't have the link or just jump on the Facebook page. Plenty of plenty of links on that page as well. Let's get to it. Birdie, he's back. Would Talakai drop Sonny Bill in a UFC fight? I think he would right now. He's just too big and strong. But good question, Birdie. Keep him up, man. I missed you. Joshy Strange, one of my good mans. What is it like being the most attractive man in all of fantasy analysis? I'm not sure, mate. I'm not sure if that is actually even true. There is some good-looking people, mate. My man, man, uh, JB, he's got he's got to be up there. So just be careful what you say, my man. All right, let's get some surreal questions. Chrissy Brutter, man or Randall to make room for Cleary? I think either or. Just be careful. Just whichever, like, there's not a lot of hookers going around. So if you've got mid-cover, maybe Randall's the man. Sorry, hooker cover. Maybe Randall's the man to go out. If you don't, bit of a silly. I can see both those guys kind of go mid-30s moving forward. I don't like Newcastle. It's a bit of a sinking ship. So just be careful with that one. I don't think either, really, you're getting in the goat, Cleary, man. So I don't think anything really matters there. So next question, Scotty Baldwin. Lolo, TPJ, or Talakai? If I go Talakai, I have no mid-cover. So that's probably answering your question already. I'll probably go Lolo. I've done it myself this week. Or if you want the safety of both an edge or mid, go TPJ because it obviously covers. I've got Lolo and TPJ moving forward. I think they're both going to go pretty big. Both around 13 players and plenty of pedigree and track record in both of them. do love Talakai too. I can't believe I don't have I've only got one Sharky in my team now, but it is what it is. But hopefully, maybe we can fit him in. But it's going to be very interesting against Stagsy tonight. All right, next question. Tay Mana, bring in Talakai and Hastings or Cleary in a 220k player? I probably like the first option because there's only five weeks before Origin, right? So we don't exactly know what Cleary is going to be playing over Origin. We do know, you know, minus maybe a suspension on injury, Hastings should be there. And we know the tal- what the form Talakai is in there. He's probably a fringe Origin player right now as well, but really probably just on the outer edge of that as well. But realistically, in terms of... You're probably much going to have Cleary and then a burnt player. So there's not a lot of 220k players that are really going to be playing much NRL coming up. So just be careful with that one. I'd probably prefer Talakai and Hastings for sure on that one. All right, next question. Stephen Best, is Tavaga a buy? Like, Jazzy's really fantasy relevant. Let's be honest. Like, over his career, I'll bring it up now, his PPM is huge. It's somewhere towards that kind of one mark. The only issue I've got right now is there's just limited news on Tohu Harris. And that always kind of scares me because is it worse than expected? Is it maybe they've just not rushing him? I don't know why they wouldn't be rushing him given their table position. But, you know, Jazzy's at a 0.88 PPM, which means that he does need big minutes to score well. You know, last week he did score a 56. Last time he played that was before his suspension with a 57. He's getting, what, plus 60 minutes now. He rips in. I don't mind it as a buy. 
So it could kind of stand you out. Pretty much no one in the top 5,000 owns him at the moment. He's only 535K. So if you've got a bit of trading, I don't think you should. If you've got under 25 trades, I don't think you should do it. Maybe you need a little bit more certainty. But if you're kind of around that kind of 24, 25, I think you can make an exception for it, man. So go ahead, depending on the trade situation that you've got. All right, next question. Chris Cook. Even mate, looking at a man to Talakai for the cash grab and then trade out in a month to best round 13 guy. Or should I forget Talakai and get Lolo or TPJ now? Look, I don't think there's any rush for round 13 because realistically, we're still five weeks away from that, right? I think man to Talakai is a smart trade because he's a negative 10 break even. So literally, he's just got to pretty much just take the field and he starts making money tonight. So who knows how the Sharkies are going to go tonight. They are away from home. A little bit of doubt we're going to find out in the next kind of 40 minutes whether Will Kennedy's going to kind of take the field. That could kind of muck things up because that means probably Nico Hines has to play fullback. So just maybe wait till that 7 p.m. I would say if if Will Kennedy is in the spine and it's going to be a normal sort of Sharkies team, I'd definitely go that Talakai trade. I really like that. He's a dual player too, so I think he's going to be handy. I really, I really think that you could probably tell... If you're going to buy him now, you probably want to carry him for a long, long time, especially while he's in this form there, Chris. So, yeah, I don't mind that trade, man. Just just watch that 7 p.m. for the late mail. All right, Josh Page, Curran and Nanai to Talakai and Hastings. Yeah, I really like that trade. Obviously, Curran, he's going to be somewhere between that two to six weeks. I think they're, they're talking about maybe on the latter side. So, Nanai, again, he's not an urgent sell, but if you've got trades and you've been you know, pretty consistent and patient with your trades. I think that's a great trade because both those two guys, I would probably say Talakai Hastings and Cleary are the form three players of the competition right now for me. All right, next question, Marcus El Lobo. G'day, Wolfie. You didn't actually ask a question, but, you know, it's always good to hear from you, my man. I hope you're doing really well. TJ Hakura, cheese, yay or nay? I'll take cheese right now as a nay, but he's definitely on my radar because... There's always going to be narratives around kind of where Harry Grant lies, especially around kind of that origin period. There's no doubt that given the quality of Brandon Smith, it just gives him the flexibility, right, to rest Harry Grant at any time. So wouldn't surprise me if that actually does happen more and more around that origin period. If you can come to that form, because last year he was kind of, he was a little bit unfit and they came back to, again, training a lot later. Brandon Smith kind of warms into a season. He got 70 minutes on the weekend. So it's a bit of a watch. They did take a lot of players off, though, towards the end of the game. So maybe if we can kind of see him play 60-plus minutes and he continues his attacking stats, well, he had four tackle breaks. So it's it's a a nay for now, but he's a watch list because at his price of 487, he's an elite player and he's got that great dual tag. So he's he's probably someone that we should all just keep an eye on, especially in the next few weeks. Shawnee Doyle, I've traded with purpose and I am aiming to have 15 players for each buy round. Will that be enough to hold or move up rank? If you have 15 players, quality players, you will move up the rank quite dramatically. I think the only thing that you've just got to be planning for is quality, not quantity, because I've seen people stack the teams before and then they just kind of blow it on two or three trades, especially for that first buy round where a lot of the teams are kind of the weaker teams, I don't think you need to stretch too far. Like I tell you the quality players for round 13 in my team already. Starling, Tamulolo, TPJ, Tago, Crichton. That's just in the starting lineup. Cotter, Schneider, and Sammy Walker. When I was looking at the sheet with uh, Corbs last night, the only guys, like I'm keeping an eye on Luke Keery at the moment and also Joey Manu. Uh, The the hooker, Verrills, and uh, also Suwali. 
So they're my four. And then who knows what's going to happen with Matt Burton because we know that he is a good player, but he's just not playing good footy. So it's going to be interesting to see how he tracks. Just don't go blowing all your trades on round 13 because I think if you have between 12 and 13 players, I think you're going to be quite competitive anyway. But if you have 15, mate, you've been really patient to start the season, so you must have heaps of trades. So that's really well done, and I hope you do really well this week. Sean, Rob Allen, word is aching out. Yeah, I heard the same rumour. There was someone that flicked some sort of social media post that's, uh, yeah, he said that he was racing the clock pretty much. And the biggest problem there is their short turnaround as well on Saturday. So it's one of those things that, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he misses one week and then maybe return. But calf injury is always pretty nasty as well. So just keep an eye on that one. He's playing, been playing relatively good footy in a not-so-great team. So it's one of those things. He's got that jewel, one of the better kind of edge center jewels, maybe the best. So just even if you've got him, just hold him for the time being and just wait for a little bit more. News. All right, Jaden Eagle, Man and Randall to clear in Talakai. Leaves me no mid cover for now. I guess maybe if your mids play earlier in the round as well, it's one of those things that you probably can get away with it, especially with these two guys. If Talakai goes just massive tonight, I don't think even if one of your mids miss, I think Cleary will continue to score well. So he'll probably pretty much cover anything that you could get from a kind of a mid cover anyway. So make the trade. All right, next question is from Ali uh, Brody Jones. He's still a buy as edge cover. Let's see where he's at this week. He did have that injury with his elbow, so just be careful on that one because he's not—he's still in a little bit of doubt. There was a little bit of talk yesterday that he should play, but he's got a break-even of eighteen, so he should start to make a little bit of money. First half was really impressive last week, so he's at four hundred and eighteen k now. So what's that? He's made us nearly close to a hundred k. So doing his job, Lachlan Fitzgibbon's only a couple of weeks away. So they're going to get some troops back. Mitchell Barnett's probably a few weeks away from his suspension as well. So I don't think he's first string. So I think there's a point where we'll need to sell him out as well. So just be, it's not to be careful. It's just one of those things. I just don't think you need him right now as an edge cover. I guess there's not a lot of people under that 450K. So that's probably why you're looking at that. But I don't think he's essential for this week. All right, Joshy Strange again. He loves it. Do you think Ricky Stewart plays fantasy? Yes, I do. And he's really bad, and he has to delete app every week because he's that bad. Nearly as bad, I wouldn't say as you because you're flying right now. Well done, strangey. All right, Ethan, hold Randall for Jackson next week or straight to Big Jason? Mm, That's an interesting one. I guess seeing that your plan is for Josh Jackson, I think you should probably just hold for the time being. I think you've already made that kind of commitment. Good thing about Jackson getting COVID, hopefully he's okay for starters, but I guess that kind of makes him available for a long period of time because I don't know someone told me on the weekend maybe you can't get COVID again for a relatively a long period of time like last week I got put in close combat uh, close isolation whatever it's called and yeah it was really close because one one was my dad that I went to visit on Sunday stayed over Monday he wakes up with COVID and I was hanging out with him all day still didn't get it my best mate and his kid got it on the weekend before that and I'm post 14 weeks having COVID. So maybe there's a little trick of if you have it within a certain time period, you won't get it again. So maybe that's a good sign that you do get Jackson. You'll get him for that first buy. You don't have to worry about him playing Origin either. So maybe wait on that one just for the time being. But I'm no doctor, by the way, as well. Probably should mention Joshy Strange. He is the super coach whisperer. So make sure if you're into your super coach, definitely check him out. He's got a great podcast as well. All right. So William C. Stewart, should you hold Ponga or sell? I'm not a huge fan of Ponga. He's just so inconsistent. You know, he scored that 100 against the Dragons, comes back to the pack with a 20 against the Eels. They're going to get, I think there's going to be lamb to the slaughter on Sunday. I really like the Storm in, in just an absolute slaughter. 
it's going to be hard, man. They've got the best defense in the comp, and uh, Ponga is just so up and down. I think it's one of those things that I think I mentioned uh, no for Luma. He's ticking a lot of boxes in terms of form and his base stats and even his ownership. So I think with their draw coming up, I think he's going to score a lot of tries coming up as well. So I like Ponga to David Nofaluma, but that is a high-risk trade. But that's what fantasy football is all about, having a bit of fun and a few high-risk trades. All right, Marcus El Lobo, Wolfie, what's the go with Cotter? Hasn't lived to the hype in the last few weeks. Yeah, I think it's because they've been dominating the attacking stats. I think they'll come back. They've got quite a difficult draw coming up. The Cows, they've obviously got Parramatta this week, but I'll plop their actual draw because I know it involves the Roosters as well. Parramatta, Knights, Tigers, Storm, and Penrith before the actual buy round. So he'll play that buy round. I reckon holding him all the way into 13. He's got that versatility, right, of that hooker mid. He's kind of scoring still in that average of 45, I think his average is, for average of 48. So still in good form. It's fantasy for you, man. They're up and down. Just hold for the time being. I don't think he's a must-sell considering he's around 13 and he's got a harder schedule ahead where I think he'll defend a lot more, Where which is kind of his skill set. Okay, Dill Musket, thoughts on Hines or Haas as a pod? Well, neither are pods, my man, because they're just so high-owned. So neither are pods, but I guess they're essential parts of most people's teams. So they're kind of anti-pods because they're so close uh, so highly owned all right nathan affleck it's clear time is moses sell for hastings or maxi king to cooler i own aiken and Brody, so worry about fielding 17 this week selling randall and one of these lads sorry for the long message no problems nathan thanks for supporting the show as always the thing with maxi king there's rumors that he might start because joshy king not joshy king joshy jackson being out this week so i don't think you need to do that and realistically He's just scoring nearly a point a minute anyway, so he's not the guy that you need to sell, especially before round 13. Moses sell for Hastings. I don't think this week, because this is kind of Moses' last opportunity before he goes on a very very hard run. So I think maybe next week is your week. I don't think Hastings is going to really get too far out of hand in terms of money. Moses' draw coming up. So he's got the Cows, Penrith, Roosters, Manly, Raiders. So that's a hard draw into the finals. And just say Hastings, on the NRL calculator, if he scored a 55 this week, he'd go to about 550. So that's still not out of hand. So I think you can wait and see on that one because I think the biggest thing is you worrying about fielding a 17 this week. So if you don't need to trade, I don't think you need to trade at all, my man. So just be careful on that one. All right, next question. Epa Rimmer. Randall to Hastings, Arrow to Talakai. Yeah, I think you're ticking two great boxes there. Like I mentioned at the start of the show, two of the real, you know, form players of the competition right now. So I think you can make that trade for sure. <coughs> All right, next question. My man, Cole Taylor. Hope you're doing well, my brother. Pick one man to TMM and Randall to IPAP or Manon to Hastings. Who I don't rate yet still a lot of high-scoring halves and Randall to Lolo. The trade I actually made this week is Manta Hastings and Randall Lolo. I made it because I just thought I wanted kind of what I was finding with Man is his base stats don't give us like a quality mid. I know he's covering two positions, but we've got so many halves. I don't need him to be a dual half. With Hastings, I just see what he's really ticking boxes, kick meters, run meters, defensive work rate, and he's just directing him around the park. His touches are just out of control at the moment. So I really like the second one. Because of the fact that you're bringing in two quality players who are an essential part of their team. Pick number one, you're going to TMM. That draw, they've got Sharks, Manly, and Souths the next three games. If 
they lose all three, who knows? He could get punted straight back into Queensland Cup, man. So just be careful on that one. All right, next question, Scott Forbes. Nanai to Lee. Nah, don't like that at all, man. Nanai's one of those things. He's a rookie, so it's always going to be rocks and diamonds. Round 13 player. Hold him to then and then punt. I wouldn't do it for Eddie, Eddie Lee because they're going to get a few troops back as well, Knights, pretty soon. And I don't think he's first string. Charles Walters, Kobe Jones Critter for Talakai. I would say Kobe, my man. At the moment, he just hasn't lived up to expectations. We thought he might. He's just not getting the minutes enough, and he's probably not getting as busy as he was when he was coming off the bench. Jones, I guess it's like for like because of the edge at edge, but still, I still think there's some money to be made on him. Critter, I wouldn't be doing anytime soon. He's got a huge game on the weekend, and he's going to get that. He's playing on Cleary's side. So every few weeks, I think he's going to get a massive score like that. He plays in the best team in the comp. All right, Nathan again. Michael is watching the cat. I'm not even sure what that means. Maybe you can let us know. Timmy Ballantyne's a true... Ewan is out with... Oh, my God. Timmy Ballantyne's very close to getting suspended. Scott Forbes, Braley de Grant, Nanai to leave for the cash. Do love Braley de Grant. I think Braille's had a great start to the season. I think he's kind of, in terms of fantasy relevance, kind of dying off now. Nanai to Lee, I do not like that at all. All right, my man Brennan Victory. He's in the top 1,000 now too. He's flying. Talakai or Hastings for best average from now on. And who would you take from next week out of Lolo or Josh Jackson? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it could also be determined by whether Talakai goes to origin. Could be very similar. It's one of those things with Talakai. He's such a confidence player. My worry for him is he doesn't have a track record. And the track records that he did have is when he goes off the... Like if he kind of heat, doesn't heat up anymore... He kind of has a few poor games in a row. He's obviously a different player. He's fitter than he has ever been for the NRL. He's got the best coach he's ever had for the NRL. Confident team with a lot of good players around you. So I think Talakai wouldn't surprise me if he, he averages somewhere between 50 and 60 moving forward. I think Hastings kind of falls in that same bracket while he's goal kicking. Who knows what's going to happen when Adam Dewey comes back as well. I think given the scenario with Dewey missing the preseason and also coming back from another ACL injury. Given that he played a lot of centre there last year, it's probably a position I do see Adam coming back in as well. So I'll say both of them are going to average very, very similar. If I had to pick one, it's probably Hastings because obviously his price hasn't got away on us. But I can always so make some value for, for Talakai if you've got the cash for sure. All right, Marcio Dos Santos. Ben Hunt or Hastings? Well, I guess Hunt's going to be going to Origin as well. He's game three last year. I think he's going to secure him either the starting hooker or the number 14 jersey. I think he's too important for Queensland. I think given that Hastings won't be in Origin, I think, and also the fact that he's 500k right now, he is, both of them are, what, the dominant half. So you can't go wrong in that aspect. Both of them very, very good form. Just think because of the price with Hastings and also the fact that he doesn't go to over to Origin is a major, major contributor to wanting uh, Hastings this week, man. All right, next question. I'm going to go to Brandon. Brandon Cameron asks, Randall to Lolo or Talakai, leaning towards Lolo due to round 13 coverage and his best form in years. Like, it just depends on what your team needs are as a priority. I went to Lolo because my team needs right now is more of a mid. You make a really good point about you know, the best form he's been. He looks fit. Well, both guys look fit, but in terms of Lolo and the lows we have seen from the last couple of years, looks the best he has in probably three years, I feel. He is around 13 player, as you do mention. He also has a track record, which Talakai doesn't have. I just think that you're probably going to have to, it's going to be a 
team dependent thing. But for me, I'm favouring Lolo on the fact that I just kind of know that he's just got a little bit more. I wouldn't say pedigree. I don't like that using that word, but yeah, track record is definitely a word that sums him up. All right, Jack. Jack Willis is Burden to Rapana aside with trade. Look, I just can't defend Burden anymore. He's just in really bad form. He's just not running the footy. I know they got a rev up from a lot of different people. Well, they said Phil Gould, you know, the coach Trent Barrett. Who knows? I don't think Rapana is too much of a side raise trade. Let me just check kind of his stats because I know he's played fullback and he's fullback again this week. His stats last year, I think he was like a 60-plus at fullback last year. Scored a 26 on the weekend. What's he priced at now? 496K. It's just one of those things. We know we know he's got a little bit of track record, so he's falling towards a good price. Keep an eye on him. I just think considering that both of them are not in the best of form, maybe you can just maybe hold on that one, Jack. Hayden. Hayden wants to know, Cotter and Randall to Talakai and Hastings. 4K off a straight swap with Randall. Yeah, I think the only thing with that one is you're losing two hookers there. So do you have hooker coverage? If you say maybe you're holding Starling and Grant, then I'd say, yeah, maybe make the trade. If you're not, maybe just make the one trade and just pick. I think Cotter stays and I think Randall goes. And I think Randall to Hastings, you could just do that straight swap and just save a bit of cash. Just see who your edges are. I don't think you need to make that as a priority trade. Like I said, just check on who your hooker coverage is at the moment. Cheapy under Moriam, uh, our cheapy under 300k. There is none. So it's just one of those things that most people that you're going to take under a 300k at this stage are just going to be a red dot, or you can go to someone that's going to be playing every week. You know, your likes of Charlie Staines, Naden, you know, Jason Saab that aren't a red dot, but they're close to. They'll either score like a 10 to 15, or they might score a try here and there and maybe get you a 40. So it's one of those things. You don't really have a cheapy under 300k at this stage, I'm sorry to say. Joshy, what? Uh, Josh Hobbs going sideways from Nanai Talakai and Randall to Hastings. Look, if you've got a lot of trades, I don't think it's really sideways because I think you're getting two players better coming in, my man. So just be careful. But I think that trade's not too bad for you. Adam Reynolds, Randall and Man to Hastings and Talakai. This will mean I need to play Thompson for the week. Yeah, it's not ever great to play Ehor, but it's one of those things that the donkey might score well. But. Yeah, you are improving your situation because you're getting two better players, but that mid-situation, probably not looking that fly, my man. Maybe just make the one trade, consider who's more a priority. I would probably say Randall, considering you've only got man as a mid. Or do what most people are doing and doing Randall to man to Hastings and Lolo. That's probably more of a better option. I know you're going for cash with the Talakai, but you can't have them all, my man. Ben T. Howe, will Jewel, Dylan War, or Brown get Jewel? I guess the rules from kind of what they've done before is three games in a six-game period that you need to play and start. So that's only game number two for Dill Brown, or is it game number three? No, game number one for Dill Brown, I think. So you just got to be careful with that one. I don't think you need to really even think about that. But the best thing I think could happen is him Playing centre, scoring lower. Yeah, it's only one game that he's played against Newcastle. Him getting lower scores, his price coming down, maybe he will get that duel. They get some plays back, goes back to 5'8", kills it, and then I guess we can pick him up a lot cheaper because I think at 5'8", he's a great buy. All right. Robbie, good sub for Bird. Only have 7K in the bank. Let's have a look where Birdie is kind of in terms of price. Birdie's at 500 37k so he's kind of at that awkward range 
I know a lot of boys have been talking about Jazzy. He's at 535k. Aiken being out, I guess that doesn't make him an option anymore. Let's go through some edges and try to find someone for you around that kind of mid 500s, but not a huge amount. I guess Angus Crichton at 599, you are still kind of, you know, he hasn't had any good attacking stats right now. We went through it yesterday, me and Corbs, and it was one offload and uh, one tackle break for two games back in the starting lineup, doing a lot of defensive work, but that's about it. So I don't really like him at the moment. So mid 500s, even Bo Formore is kind of towards that 600 mark now, man. So you're probably not going to be able to afford him. You only got 7K in the bank as well. Around that mark, you either, well, Capel's at 500K. He's come right back to the pack, but so I don't really like him at the moment. The guy that you might want to have a consider is Helium Lukey. Well, he's only at 470K. I know there's the risk of him starting, then going back to the bench, minutes, but he's scoring tries. Attacking-wise, he's hitting good space stats as well. I think if you want to make a trade, I'd go Helium Lukey at 470k there for you, man. David Fafita. Sorry, this is Alex Brenchley. What to do with David Fafita? I never thought he was a buy to start with. If you got him, I think he might be an opportunity to sell and then sell out to Cleary. Just not sure what's happening at the Gold Coast. We didn't think they would have a good season to start with because of that spine. He's not really... You know, living up to his expectations, giving his his actual salary demand. So, for me, he's a sell, my mate. All right, let's go. Next question: Val Joshua, Man and Randall for Starling and TPJ. Just trying to prep for round thirteen. Really like those trades because you're pretty much upgrading. I feel in both positions, and then you get the extra uh, better jewel with TPJ being the edge mid. I don't like kind of meds jewel because it's half where we've got just got a stack of half, so it makes no real difference him being a jewel. All right, Mitch Moore, Adam Elliott, cheap pod, goodbye. Look, I kind of mentioned him as a watch list this week because I thought he actually played, put up some better numbers. I guess the biggest thing is just his coach right now. He's he's elevated Ryan Sutton in the starting lineup this week. So it just depends on the makeup of the bench. Let's just double check what that is. He's really cheap considering some of the kind of form that he's hit in the past. I guess he's just at a new club with a crazy coach and a team that's not winning so when you've got all those kind of factors there's a situation where you just don't know where the minutes are going to lie he's interchanged this week he's chn cnk chn adam elliott and Corey horsborough so there's a good opportunity that he probably could go back to back with some really good minutes so against penrith he played 52 he did start though so that might come back to maybe a 40 doesn't have the greatest PPM as well. So maybe it's a watch list. He does have that great dual mid-edge tag. So not the worst, especially if you're struggling for depth because you know he's going to play. At least he rips in. So not the worst. I don't think he's a, well, he's a pod for sure because no one owns him. But there's a lot of risk that comes because of the scenario, which I just did play out for you. All right, Johnny Dens. Is Lolo or Talakai the priority? Both same price. I think the, the priority is pretty much on your team needs, man. So for me this week, my team needs was more of a mid. So Lolo kind of took the cake there. The good thing about Lolo, he's not going to play Origin as well. He's a round 13 player and he's quality. With Talakai, he's just kind of, he doesn't have a good track record. He might go to Origin. And yeah, I just think that maybe Lolo might be the safer bet. Right now, Talakai will make you money because of the negative break-even, but it only takes a couple of bad games, and he's back to the pack as well. So just be careful on that one. I'd rather go Lolo, man. All right, Zach, 
Cheney, thoughts on Torlagi? Well, we did know that he had some issues with his shoulders as well. So he's missing a lot of training, had an illness last week. It's one of those things we never pretty much expected him to score huge amounts. I think at the moment he's pretty much filling in a good spot for you, right? He's averaging 34, giving you some mid coverage. So I wouldn't sell him out just yet. I was wrong when I thought that when he did miss a game that he wouldn't come back into. I thought they were going to get Garner because they were losing games, right? couple of good games last two, 44 and 45. So they're his season best. So it's one of those things that, again, if you need to fill a team, you might get him. I don't think he's a priority buy. Also, don't think he's a priority sell. So I think if you got him, hold him, and only get him as kind of your last resort because he's kind of in their starting lineup. So he's not the worst out there. All right, TJ. Is Randall and Man for Starling and Hastings a good trade this week? Yeah, I think you're going to be upgrading as I kind of mentioned this week, it's a bit of a sinking ship there at the Knights at the moment. Just full of injuries, not in great form. So they're not really ticking too many boxes at the moment. So I think you can definitely depart that. Starling's in great form and so is Hastings. I think they're both in uh, in terms of their positions in top five. Five for their positions. So I definitely think that's a great trade. All right, next question, Brad. Is Brandon Smith worth a buy as a trade down from Randall? Handy DD. DPP, especially for cover at hooker. I know his minutes been all over the show, but it could see him getting much lower and expecting... Yeah, look, I've, I'm kind of, again, writing a bit of a narrative that I think that cheese will be very valuable around origin time. It's just with Tui coming back as well. How do they all fit into that mid? So, look, I don't think right now he's worth the trade down. I think you need to watch, especially the next couple of weeks when they go full strength with Tui back into the lineup. So not right now. But I do see some value moving forward. So keep him on your watch list there, bro. All right. Next question. Jesse, Tamari Martin or Suwali? I just think Suwali is... Look, even though Roosters aren't shooting the lights out, he is in a better team. He's around 13 player. Probably, look, job security-wise as well, I'm just not sold on Tamari Martin being there like longer. Especially if they start losing games. They've got a crazy coach. Joseph Zawali is obviously, you know, he's one of the best young players in NRL right now. Bit of a project for Trent Robinson. Played really well on the weekend. Was physical, looked fit. I think out of the two of those two, even though he's a touch more expensive, Joseph Zawali is your man there. All right. Brendan Thomas, is Talakai a must this week? Currently, I'm in mid-1000 and don't want to fall behind, but also looking at Pangai for round 13. I think both of them will score very, very similar in that kind of mid-50s. Who knows? They might even outperform. Talakai's got a hard matchup with Staggs tonight. I think tonight we'll know truly how good a centre he is because Staggs is one of the best in the NRL, and even the right edge for Broncos is their kind of preferred side as well with Reynolds and Cobbo and then also Jordan Rickey. So I think, yeah, I think you don't have to make that as a priority trade. But if you're scared about falling behind, I guess a lot of the good teams do have Talakai. So if you've got trades up your sleeve, maybe that's one that you do have to make. But either or, I think both of them are going to do you very, very well. All right, Richard Thompson is Hastings out with COVID. That's the first I've heard of that, man. So maybe if you do find out more information, please click it on the page and everyone can find out as well. All right, next one. Drew Peacock to debut off the bench for Manly this week. Late mail. Okay, interesting. There you go. Late mail from Shooter Valentine. With, I'm not even sure who Drew Peacock is. Maybe it's from outside the top 30, which is never great because then they don't play when as soon as the good ones are back. All right, next one. Uh, Shay, hey, mate, do you think Brooks could become a pod? 
Well, I don't think anyone wants to own Brooks anytime soon, so I reckon he could become a, a, an absolute pod for you, especially if they hit a bit of form, right? I guess at the moment, let's see what he's averaging. He's averaging 43, but since Hastings came in the team, he's hit a 46 and a 57. So no one in the top 5,000 owns him. It's a ballsy play. He's at 577K, but I've heard worse suggestions, especially if they can keep the form up. Michael, thoughts on Jazzy? Yeah, just top to, top of the show, I kind of touched on this one. I really like what he's doing in terms of his points production, especially the last two games. He was suspended in that kind of middle part. Just depends. We just got no info on Toro Harris. Does anyone have info on Toro Harris? Drop it in the comments because I'd love to know. I think that would be your determinant. But Jazzy, I just don't know where he lies. Especially, I don't think he's number one in the pecking list, that's for sure. So just a little bit of, it's one of those things, I guess it is price. If you've got the trades and you can afford to do that, do it. But if you're kind of running low on trades, I don't think Jazzy is your safest bet, especially if you're running kind of under that 20 trades right now. All right, Nick, what should I do with Kobe Hetherington? I think Kobe Hetherington is a sell. He's not an urgent sell, especially if you don't have mid cover or either hooker cover as well. It's one of those things. I guess his price is kind of stagnated. Top 5,000 actually has 19% owner. So a lot of people are getting stuck with him, unfortunately. Since he started at lock, he realistically is hitting about 40 minutes, but only averaging, what, in the low 30s. So it's never great. And it's one of those things that I guess I'd rather a 30 than a red dot. But I think right now at 421k, there's not a lot out there. You know, I mentioned Tuolagi or maybe a quick upgrade there to Luki. If you can afford that, do that. But unfortunately, you might have to hold him until something else appears. All right, Michael, Max King to Angus with DPP or hold and watch one more week. Look, Maxi King's probably better than Angus Crichton right now. So I don't think you need to make that trade. He should also be starting with Josh Jackson out this week. Would be really surprising if he's not, considering his form and all those, that sort of situation. He is a mid as well, so it could be just be like for like. I think you can wait on that one. Wait for Angus to actually start doing tackle breaks. If he hits like five tackle breaks and a couple offloads this week, it's a sign that he's back to form. Wait for that sign, and then I think that's a buy signal for you to actually pull the trigger on that one. Adam, thoughts on selling Teddy as he's not a keeper? I just think there's more urgent sells right now. He did his hit a 60 last week. I agree that he's probably not a keeper right now, but we know his track record. And if he goes into origin, gets that form up like he did last year, and then he comes on the back of the, you know, when the Roosters do need him to fire, and then hopefully Kiri, because I think Kiri's the main culprit to the Roosters' slow start to the season. He's not running the footy, which isn't creating opportunities just for Teddy to score. So at the moment, he's not an urgent sell, and I wouldn't be doing it until probably round 13 unless he gets injured. All right, Wacker, bring in Talakai Starling. Again, team needs. Talakai is on a negative break even, so he's going to make you money this week. With Starling, I really like him as a hooker. He's my starting hooker. And he's a little bit around 13 planner. So it's just, again, team needs, my man. But both of them won't let you down. I think they're going to do very, very well. All right, my man, Cliffy Stone. Josh Jackson out with COVID. Max King should get a lot more minutes. Totally agree. I think, yeah, it'll be silly if they don't, considering his form and the way that he rips in. Kind of a like for like, just does all that work in the middle. So really looking forward to hopefully seeing him in the starting lineup. Yeah, Shane Ewerson, next question. Dill Edwards, worth a shot. Yeah, we had a quick look at him a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of liked what I was seeing. Just see, going to track what he did over the last few weeks. What? 58, 53, 40, 27, and then a 46 against the Raiders. His base is just great. Always hitting over that kind of 200 metres a game mark. I don't mind him. 559k. 
He's a pretty much a pod, top 5,000, only a half a percent owner as well. So if you've got the cash, and I like him and Nofaluma as kind of that kind of pod potential in the background, so in the back line, sorry, or wing fullback. So, yeah, uh, he round, play round 13 as well. Doesn't have to worry about origin, so he's a good shout-out for sure. All right, Mike John, thoughts on Herman SASA? Interesting one. It's just one of those things, Jamin Jolliffe, uh, we don't really have a timeline in his calf injury. They're always nasty. Herman hasn't been seen in the NRL for a long, long time. I'm pretty sure, let me just double-check, I think the last time that he played NRL, he got sent off against Penrith in one of those kind of round, early rounds of the COVID break last year. Last game was against Panthers where he scored a negative five. Always has a great PPM. In 2020, he had a PPM of 0.92. So he's not the worst watch, right? Because we're struggling for players. He could be a round 13 player. Maybe just watch a week and just maybe wait for a little bit more info. Or if you do have some insights, maybe just see how Jamin Joliffe is going. And I think that would kind of be your consideration. Not the worst shout, considering the PPM. I'm just kind of worried about how many minutes he might get in a struggling Titans outfit. Let's just have a look at their bench, and we might be able to predict it. doesn't have, again, he faces Penrith, who he got sent off against. That's never great. All right, their bench tomorrow is Tanner Boyd, Hooker, Sam Leone, a low minutes mid, Herman himself, and then Kevin Proctor, who's kind of like a makeshift sort of mid. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. He might see some minutes, unless they play Tino, some really huge minutes tomorrow. So he could see maybe 40 minutes. So it's not the worst shout-out in the world. So... Maybe it's a little downgrade you could consider, but like I said, who knows where Jamin Joliffe is at the moment. Aaron Brown, Kurt Mann to Jason Tamulolo. Love it. You know, Lolo, track record, playing in good form. He's got pedigree, round 13 player, doesn't play origin. Ticking plenty of boxes. Kurt Mann just doesn't have the base in terms of attack. Two warrants at, at the moment. All right, Mary, just want to say how much I appreciate videos. Thank you, Mary. Really appreciate your support. And yeah, reach out anytime if you need help. All right, Cliffy, uh, who's the better pick out of Lolo and Talakai to run with this week? I said Lolo, but again, team needs my man, Cliffy. It's one of those things, do you need more money? If it is, Talakai's your man. For me, I need a mid, so it's going to be Lolo, but I can always, you know, if you need, if you are running pretty low, especially on the edges, I think a lot of us have that Nanai and Tago factor at the moment that we're getting a little bit peeved on, so I can see why you want to pick Talakai. Both playing, I think Lolo comes with just a little bit less risk considering round 13 player, track record, and I just think he's probably, even though as good as Talakai is playing, I just think Lolo, what, he's the number one player at the Cowboys. You probably can't say the same for Talakai. Nico Hines is their number one player. Cody, I did the same trades as you this week, except I upgraded Thompson to Hastings. I love it, man. You know, the donkey. He scores mid-20s. Hastings, I think he's going to do very, very well this week, man. All right, Isaac, around all to Hastings. Already have Starling and Cook. Love it. You know, you're covering, you're ticking a lot of boxes because you got hooker cover, and I think you're getting a better player in Hastings. So that one is a good trade. Okay, he's Talakai a must-have. I don't think he's a must-have because every player kind of just uh, eventually just comes off form a little bit. And I think with Talakai, a very confident player, and I think that might hurt him eventually down the track. So I don't think he's a must-have. He's not Nathan Cleary, but it's one of those things, again, team needs. I don't think, you know what, no one's a must-have. Again, What's the scenario in your team? Do you need a premium edge? Are you looking to make money this week? Just think about the goals you really want for this week. Is it to make points, money? And I think that will kind of decide what you do this week. But best of luck 
as well. All right, next question is from Dan. Great podcast. Thank you, Dan. Info is good. Thoughts on current pup to Papali and Randall to Fermor, Talakai or Curran to Jazz and Randall, Fermor to Cleary. There's a lot of, like I said a few times with Jazzy, we just don't know where Tohu lies. So I think Isaiah Papali is going to be someone that's very important to all of us to have moving forward. I think in terms of the mid-jewels, I think he's the number one in the NRL at the moment. So I really like that trade considering, again, timeline and current somewhere between two and six weeks. Randall Fermore, again, I don't mind because he's planning for that round 13. Probably not playing as well as he did, but he's still hitting some pretty good numbers. I'll bring him up just to kind of just double-check him before I give you a little bit more advice. Top 5,000 is a 9% owner as well. Season at the moment, you know, last three weeks hasn't been good for the Titans in general. So, you know, they've lost three games. He scored 36, 33, and 43. 46 average for the year. So he's still pretty good, hitting some good numbers. So I really like your first trade. So go current to Papali and Randall to Fermor. All right, next question. Brayden, Man and Randall to Verils and Lolo. Look, Verils really impressed me last week, but it was only one week. Again, another, I'd wait a week for that one. I'll just maybe make the one trade if you've got the cash. I think maybe the Man to Lolo makes a lot more sense. I think you can maybe hold on the other one. Just wait for Verils to hit the two date and then pull the trigger on, on that one. All right, next question, Nanai to Lukey. Look, it is a little bit sideways, and, you know, both rookies. I actually like Lukey as a player more. It just seems that Todd Payton is probably more going to start 80 and let him play 80 minutes to Nanai a lot more. Maybe it's a fitness thing. I'm not sure. Lukey is playing really good footy right now. He's cheaper as well. So it's one of those things that's sideways because I guess you've got to start planning for a little bit of round 13 at the moment there, Damon. So I think that you could probably avoid that trade for the time being. For the time being, Sean Doyle, probably don't have the time to do that tonight, but I promise in the next few weeks, me and Corbett spoke a bit about it last night, but as it kind of gets a little bit closer, we'll go, we'll deep dive a little bit more, my man. All right, John T. Uh, Tim Ballantyne wants to know whether to Captain Saab or Ed, you know, he should just delete out John's because he's not that good, eh? All right, let's go. Next question, Mary. This week I went Holmes to Crichton and Bird to Manu. Shall I go Crichton or Graham? Yeah, interesting one. I'm assuming you mean Angus Crichton or are we talking about Stephen Crichton? Because it's one of those things I really like the second part of that trade with Bird to Manu, especially if you've been playing Bird as a back. But with Holmes, yeah, that's an interesting one. I probably wouldn't make that trade. I just think... Holmes is playing pretty good footy, I guess. His fantasy stats haven't been that great over the last two weeks. Let me just double-check it before I give you uh, my reco. So, uh, Valentine is pretty much unowned in the top 5,000 as well. His stats coming off the last few weeks. Don't sell Valentine's Holmes. His last three weeks is 57, 58, and 23. So, two good performances in three. Don't make that trade. Make it closer, especially once he gets picked in the Queensland team. Second trade I really, really like. Bert to Manu, I think you'll do very, very well with that one. All right, Gary, a man to Hastings. Bank the cash. Love it. Yep, especially if you've got mid-cover, make the trade and run. All right, guys, I'll go for a couple more questions and then I'll have to leave. Let's have a look. Thoughts on Schneider. It's from Ryan. Yeah, interesting. NRL Physio did a post today. Got a little bit of info that Jamal Fogarty is worse than expected. Not expected back to well after the buy. So 
it's a massive hold on him for the time being. All right, we'll do a couple more, and then I'll have to shoot off peeps. Uh, Schneider to Hastings. Yeah, I wouldn't like after that news I just told you about Jamal being a little bit worse than expected. I think you can probably much hold on that trade. Let's do one more. Let's have a look. Uh, this one's pretty much a good one. Pranit, for your information, Roosters put an update that Billy Smith commenced end-stage rehab on his foot injury. Fantastic. Thanks for the info on that one, Pranit. That's uh, really good and helpful advice there, my man. All right. Next question. Uh, Damo, I'm not sure. I think I've answered plenty of your questions before. This one, Paul Chapman, Teddy and Fafita to Cleary and S. Luke again. Luke is a rookie. Could be in and out of that team considering I think Kenny was the one that was missing on the weekend. Had a blinder but Sonny, so he's a really good player. Just be careful on that one because I think Kenny will eventually come back into that team as well. So uh, I wouldn't – well, it's one of those things that Teddy to Fafita just to get Cleary is pretty much an upgrade anyway because Fafita is just a bit player. So I don't mind the trade. It's just one of those things. I think Luke will be out of the team. Sometime soon. Okay, let's do a couple more. Kurt, TK Bra is Randall will sell. Massive sell. I think that ship has sunk, my man. I'll be going to Hastings if you've got hooker cover. Otherwise, yeah, probably could. It's not an urgent sell. You could probably wait a week and maybe get maybe a Reed Marnie. Or you could wait a week and just see the performance of Sammy Verrills. All right, Wayne, what do you think of Randall and Thompson out for Starling and Cooler? Yeah, I really like that trade. I think Cooler, been in those kind of, I think when he came on for Melbourne Harbin last week, played really well in that second half. So, yeah, I really like him. And then Randall, I think he's a sinking ship. And I really like Starling at the moment. So, yeah, definitely get on that one. All right, guys, I'll leave it there for tonight. Best of luck for your NRL fantasy season. Just remember, well, the comp will close in about as soon as kickoff happens. So you can win yourself a shirt. So just have a look at the Facebook page while you're on it here at the moment. Just guess the Talakai and Stags combined score for tonight. Win one of these shirts. Flat Track Bullies is my probably favorite. If you want a shirt, you know, I'll put the links in. Well, the links are all over pretty much to all the podcast apps. Or just hit me up on the DMs. 50% of profits to the Mental League Foundation, which is a great charity supporting Rugby League. Game Day Squad also will have the CFO, Gussie. He'll be on the Sunday. So I'll put a post up for questions that you can ask him, especially if you don't really know what we're kind of promoting over the last few weeks as well. But best of luck, guys. Hope you all your fantasy teams really kill it this week. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thank you for all the ratings on Spotify and Apple as well. Really appreciate that. Everyone stay safe out there, and uh, we'll check you for the Sunday show on Sunday. Catch you, guys.